Dave Yost is the attorney general of the state of Ohio, just signed an agreement with StubHub to help out people in Ohio get refunds. Concert goers. Hey, Dave, how are you? Morning, Dave. Morning. I am doing great. Glad to hear everybody's so vibrant this morning. We are up and caffeine, Dave. It's it's caffeine. It was good to break bread with you over at Carfagna's, Jerry. Yes, it was. I nice uh, got you. Uh, first met Dave over at the grand opening of that new Carfagna's up at Polaris. And no sooner do we meet Dave than we uh, see the story, and we discussed it just briefly yesterday on air about StubHub. Now, StubHub is an online ticket, uh, what would you call them, a purveyor, whereas an AEG in a live nation are more well, they're con- they're in the promotion business. So when you mm-hmm. took on to get Ohioans back these refunds due to the pandemic cancellations, did you have to twist uh, StubHub's arm? Was it a were they reluctant to give these refunds? Well, what they wanted to do was give credits, uh, and to their to their credit, they were going to give you better than one to one. They wanted to give you. 120%. So if you had a $100 ticket, you would be able to get a f- ticket to a future show that's worth $120. Um, but we felt that that wasn't very fair um, because who knows when you're going to want to go mm-hmm. to a show again or whether, I mean, maybe that was your once in a lifetime, you know, I, I want to go see whatever band. Yeah. And they're not coming back. Um, so we felt that the, the consumers ought to have the option of a cash refund, particularly because that was their policy until March 25th. How did this come about? Did you just get a bunch of complaints to your office and then just follow it up? Yeah, and we can't do, we can't uh, react to every complaint uh, because our statute doesn't give us authority over okay. every every screw up and every every rip off. Um, but we always try to at least make a call, send a letter, try to use the way to the office to protect the people. The little guy doesn't have the leverage to get even through the the phone tree, right, to talk to a live human being. Uh, We are talking with our Attorney General Dave Yost this morning. And uh, what about the local uh, StubHub, a national company? I know Ohio is like just we're just one of nine states that kind of called StubHub out, and now they're in the process of refunding uh, canceled ticket money. What about local, uh, not, uh, you know, ticket services? The I don't want to even bring any up by oh, name. Ticketmaster. Ticket ma- well, even Ticketmaster. Yeah. yeah, good. Thank you, Tori. So, once again, um, StubHub actually had a written company policy if they didn't follow, and that was our legal um, lever to intervene in what would otherwise be a private transaction. So if there's other companies out there where there's an issue, please call our office. Uh, We'd love to take a look at it. Um, And if we can do something, we will. You can reach us at uh, 800-282-0515 or um, online at ohioattorneygeneral.gov. Well, Dave, how are your how is your office handling? And we'll just go on the same lines of the ticket man. Let's say I buy tickets, then rules change whether it is I'm vaccinated, but let's say I'm not and I can't get in, or you got to get a test, or I got to wear a mask, or whatever it is. Right. How is your office handling the rule changes with COVID? Do you have to kind of just go with the flow because it's a pandemic? Well, there's a certain amount of that with StubHub in particular. They're agreeing not to change the rules on their customers without the customer's consent. 
um, in our consent decree. So that's a big win going forward with that particular company. Um, but once again, uh, there's a lot of individual facts that go on, and we're in uncharted waters, right? I mean, uh, what a crazy year and a half this has been. Yeah, and you know, we're basically in the concert business being in radio, and with last summer's cancellations, last fall, two springs ago, all those cancellations, and everybody kind of thought, you know, six months ago, wow, we're out of this, we're good, concerts started to schedule it, and now here we go again, we're seeing more and more uh, cancellations, postponements, there's just no end in sight for this, it's very frustrating, isn't it? For everybody. It really is. And and last year I had to do, I do an annual uh, concert as kind of a fundraiser, a um, bit of a musician myself. And oh, stop. We you, you're vir- just bragging now. We, we had to go virtual because of the pandemic, which was not a really good look, not a really good feel. But uh, yeah. uh, at any rate, I, I feel for it. And, and, you know, the bands make their living doing this. Uh, not to mention the promoters and all the workers that, you know, the road crews, mm-hmm. and sound companies and everybody else that's involved with this. Um, this has been a really hard hit uh, area of the economy and not a lot of attention to it. We, we talk a lot about restaurants and hotels and, you know, bar owners and stuff. But uh, you know, what about I guess it's a little bit hard, uh, like Bobby Seeger's turn the page, right? It's a little bit hard to be too sympathetic to the guy yeah. that uh, you know has the million dollar record contract but uh, there's a lot of other people that support that act that uh, you know had their livelihoods taken out from under them so uh, attorney general dave yost is a musician what do you play banjo accordion <laughs> I've always wanted to learn how to play accordion. Uh, I'm a guitar player and, and uh, nice. play bass and keyboards and uh, compose. Uh, although not not so much now that I'm an old guy. Not much time for that. Well, these and, days. and you've only been attorney general for what you were appointed in, or mm-hmm. you won in nineteen elected. elected yeah, yeah, in in yeah, nineteen. How are you finding the office? Was there a lot of, that you were surprised by, or are you digging it? Oh, man, I love this job. Yeah. You know why? I get to put the white hat on and go out and figure out what the right thing to do is every day and go do that. And that's not the description of most jobs in public service. So right. uh, I, I love this job. Hey, Dave, what about, and everybody who's listening to this interview right now can relate with what I'm saying. Some lady named Christina is calling me. She somehow knows my address and wants to buy my home. What is that? How do they get my info? And are you guys Isn't looking into crazy? that stuff? Oh, well, you should you should jump right on that. Um, and you know whatever offer they're doing, send them your <laughs> banking information, yeah. and your social security number. But how do they get my yeah, info? Deal. See what they're how, offering. They're yeah. Deals. yeah, but how do they get my info? They have my info, my phone number, my address. Dude, Google yourself. You can find you can find out so much just through a Google search. Your uh, your address is a public record. Um, you can go to the uh, yeah. uh, the county w- website uh, and look up anybody that owns property and find out where they own the property. Uh, there's a homestead exemption, so if you see the, that they're getting the homestead exemption on their taxes, um, then you know that that's their residence, even if they own ten properties. Uh, it's uh, the, the, the privacy isn't quite a myth. 
Um, but it's a distant rumor at this point in our society. Well, is there anything uh, we can do about uh, what these robocalls? Well, we're working hard. It's crazy. A, yes, it is. I started a uh, robocall enforcement unit. We've had over 50,000 complaints, and we've, right. we've prosecuted some people um, uh, since that started. Ultimately, this is a thing that I'm working on with other attorneys general. Even that one in the state up north uh, mm-hmm. is working on this. But we're going to need uh, the, the only way to really get this. Without getting too into the weeds, the only really enforcement way to do this is is national collective action uh, with the FCC and grab these things when they hit the voice over internet protocol providers. That's kind of the choke point where you can see everything going on. And there's some stuff in the works at the federal level with the states that is within the next two years, I think it'll give us some incredible tools to clamp down on this. But right now it's uh, bailing the boat with a bucket. Yeah, because you, you block that call and then their software is so sophisticated. It's just the same thing comes back under a, a different number. But, well, gosh. Can, uh, I give, can I give your listeners a quick tip? Absolutely. I know it's fun to answer and then lead these guys on. Never, ever answer your phone. And here's why. On the dark web, there are lists of phone numbers of people who answer. If you answer and then you know think you're going to waste 15 minutes of their time you know, dragging them on, and my yeah. son does this. Right. Uh, and it's funny. I love listening I've to him. I've done it, it, yeah. It's hysterical. Uh, but that puts him on uh, another one of these lists. You're actually going to increase the number of robocalls you get that way uh, because these sure. these bad actors buy these lists off the Internet and are, are looking for the scam that will not just get you to answer but say yes. Wow. So don't answer. Good tip there, Attorney General. We appreciate your time, Dave Yost, and maybe I'll Good see to you up you. to the Carfanias. I'll look forward to that. All Take right, care. buddy. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye.